0: While other ninth graders are at school working, we, a team of students from Franklin School of Innovation, went on an adventure to weatherize a home with Energy Savers Network in North Carolina. We learned of things about climate change and about the people behind Energy Savers Network. Energy Savers Network, or ESN for short, mobilizes volunteers to weatherize homes. One of the co-founders of ESN is Brad Rouse, so we interviewed Brad and asked him to tell us about himself and what he does.
1: I'm Brad Rouse and I am executive director of Energy Savers Network in Asheville. I am volunteer um, and so I am retired. I kind of support myself in terms of the things that I do. I am what I would call a climate activist. So I am working on the climate change issue and this is the part of the work that I do on climate change that is practical helps people and I know is making a difference.
2: I am here interviewing Brad along with Grayson, Kirsten, and Sean. We are at Green Tea, a little cafe. So let's get on to our questions. There are many crises around the world so we wondered why did he want to fight climate change?
1: I was uh, spent um, 20 years of my career working in um, energy planning for energy companies and I was working for basically the side that is trying to provide energy, but part of what we did in planning was to have to understand what the impacts of energy use were on the environment, and um, and, and to help our clients respond to the public's desire for a cleaner energy system. Um, I am uh, happy to say that I mean. Because of that I just have a a basic interest in energy and so anything that had to do with energy I was very aware of.
2: He went on to talk about how he was moved by an Inconvenient Truth, a documentary made in 2006. It's a famous documentary, film, about climate change by former Vice President Al Gore. Afterwards he went on to say, In
1: 2012 I went to a training called the Climate Reality Project that was put on by Al Gore who's a former vice president and is a full-time committed uh, activist because he's seen since the 70s, 60s that climate was a problem and is trying to do something about it. And um, in, in doing that, I, I became just aware, that you know, because of my energy background, because I wanted to be of service, that this is just something I had to do. That it's not that I chose to do it, I had to do it. I was raised with an ethic, I think, of, of, of service to others.
2: After hearing about his two passions, climate activism and service to others, I begin to have more questions. So, just how does service to others fight climate change? As I worked with Brad, that's what I wanted to find out. Taking action about climate change is very important to him, but increasing home energy efficiency only makes a small dent in greenhouse gas emissions. The US Environmental Protection Agency states that only 11% of greenhouse gas emissions are from commercial businesses and residential homes in 2016. We wanted to know why he has chosen home energy efficiency as his way to combat climate change.
1: I, uh, my wife was, in, she was involved in the service and there's some organizations that do crisis relief, crisis uh, counseling and crisis support for low income people. I would go out on cases with her and basically what they do is they go into people's homes and they, what they do is they pay them money to get over a crisis. I can help these people save energy and make that less of a problem, plus help the environment at the same time. So I do what I can to fight climate to help low-income people. It's a no-brainer to me.
3: Clearly, he's concerned about low-income people. He's concerned about how much money they have. He's concerned about the well-being of others. He's concerned about people who cannot take care of themselves. He quickly realized that just handing people money is not addressing the underlying problem that they had.
1: I walk into a house and they're asking for help to pay the utility bill and they got a hole in the wall. You know, it's like, and that's something I know how to do. That's something I can fix.
3: While ESN does help to slow climate change, it seems the greatest immediate benefit people get is having a smaller energy bill. This means a lot for people who don't have much money to begin with. So now that we know a bit about Brad, what about Energy Savers Network? ESN is a nonprofit organization that has been around for about two and a half years. They mobilize volunteers to make homes more energy efficient and they do it free for charge. According to their website, these services are available to anyone in need. I was curious and asked him why he founded the organization.
1: Nobody was working to mobilize volunteers to help the climate by helping low-income people weatherize their homes, so we need a new organization a new focus on that.
2: During our interview, we learned ESN had received an award recently. They are proud of how their organization is going. Clearly, they deserve this award. Clearly, they worked hard on this.
1: We did get the award uh, this past year of Environmental Organization of the Year from the Western North Carolina Sierra Club.
2: ESN relies on donations and volunteers. Many great organizations have come through for ESN, organizations like local schools, such as Western Carolina University, All Souls Cathedral, and New Belgium Brewing.
1: Well, I mentioned Buncombe County. The Greenbelt Alliance is uh, uh, West North Carolina is our fiscal sponsor, so they've been very helpful. Duke is being helpful. Um, schools like Franklin, you guys are helpful by doing a crew of volunteers. The Asheville School last year. Uh, last year, gave us uh, we participated with them in some volunteer work. There are a bunch of churches that have volunteered and given us money. Uh, All Souls Cathedral, where I go to church, but also the First Baptist and a number of other churches have done that. New Belgium gave us a grant. New Belgium Brewing gave us a grant, and they, and we and they've got a team of, their, of of staff members of their staff that are going to vol- volunteer with us. So we're getting a lot of help from the community. I think Blue Horizons Project ideas. If we just had if we had more. Volunteers and more staff. I mean, we could go out and find we could build it faster Um, I think my biggest complaint overall is that You know we have to do this with volunteers because our society is not valuing this kind of effort the way it needs to We need to be flowing the money towards all forms of energy efficiency upgrades, especially for low-income people who can't afford to do it on their own, but for everybody, it just needs to be. We need. It needs. To, we are in a we are in a crisis, and we need to act like we're in a crisis and not just. We need to stop doing business as usual, um, the way we've been doing. Where acting on climate really wasn't business as usual for so many people. So many people volunteer for so many things. They need to volunteer to help on climate.
0: We asked what ESN is doing to improve their operations. Since the network is new, most of the operations will change frequently, as would anything new because they are always looking to improve themselves, and they are always doing a great job at it.
1: We did hire a full-time person starting in July, and she's working hard to improve our operations. We are looking for new sources of funding, um, and we have recently, I think we're very close to having an agreement uh, with Duke Energy to, uh, for them to pay us um, some money for the things that we do. So the things that we did today, with a little bit extra effort, could easily result in two or three hundred dollars from Duke that they would pay towards our future work.
0: What is the ESN doing to gain more publicity? What would you like to do to make sure more people know about you?
1: Trying to get our name out there, yeah, um, make presentations, just, you know, we basically need volunteers, we need clients, backlog of clients, and and, and we need money. We'd really like to get to the point of adding another staff person. Um, uh,
0: As ESN has grown, they have built partnership with other charitable organizations. Brad said that one organization that has started sending volunteers is Evelyn's charity, Home Heating Program.
1: Um, it, Evelyn is the charity that, in Bunker County, gives money to low-income people, the federal money, to low-income people to help them with their heating fuel, and so we've been doing that and getting good response.
0: In spite of challenges, Yes and with the help of over 80 volunteers has well improved over 70 homes in the area. But why focus on making someone's home more efficient? Why energy? Why not something other to fight climate change like transportation or energy production?
1: As a huge source of energy of energy it's I mean, I I guess you start with the idea that you want to help on climate and you want to help people. And if you want to do both of those, it's really the only game in town. I mean, there's really not another mechanism that getting people to use less. I mean, I think it's really the only way to do that. Um, But energy efficiency also is the cheapest way to move to cleaner energy.
3: this far describing Brad and ESN and our early ideas about how it fits in the climate change picture but we didn't describe the work so ESN is all about improving energy efficiency in homes with an emphasis on low-income families but home energy efficiency improvement what's that really mean well here it means adding ceiling insulation or insulating hot water pipes using caulk and foam at windows doors and electrical outlets It's about installing LED light bulbs, it's about using mastic, a gooey substance that later hardens up, to seal heating and cooling ductwork. That's some of what ESN does, along with other things when possible. Of course, there is more to home energy efficiency than that. Let's talk about the science of energy, heat, and how it moves. We're talking mostly conduction and convection. Conduction is about how energy moves through solid objects, like ceilings, walls, or hot water pipes. Insulation is the answer. Convection is how air moves through gaps. There are gaps everywhere, most people don't see them. Window gaps, door gaps, fixture gaps, sliding gaps. These gaps are what let heat escape. Caulk, mastic, and foam outlet pads put a stop to energy loss through convection. ESN's weatherization prevents all these kinds of energy losses. Still wondering if this kind of work can make any real debt in greenhouse gas problems? We did some more research, mostly on LED bulbs.
2: According to the Natural Resources Defense Council, if everyone replaced special T light bulbs with LED bulbs by 2020, an estimated 25 coal-fired power plants could stop putting out greenhouse gases. 25 coal-fired power plants. That's enough to provide energy to all the homes in Pennsylvania and New Jersey for a year. And that's just specialty type bulbs. According to the data analytics from IHS Market in London, LED lights reduced an estimated 570 million tons of carbon dioxide in 2017. This reduction is roughly equivalent to 162 qualified power plants being shut down. If LED bulbs can do that, then things like insulating and weatherizing homes would reduce emissions even more. Anyone who works with or is taught by ESN has the opportunity to learn about the damages of climate dangers of climate change and the importance of taking action. The more people understand the urgency of this crisis, the more public pressure will grow for our government to take action. Everyone can take action at some level, any level. Towns and cities and counties and states and countries and eventually the the entire world. In addition, the more people hear about ESN or have a chance to work with them like we did, the more people will realize that little steps can add up in many important ways. This includes Brad, the volunteers, property owners, residents and the organizations who donated money. You can become a part of this too. ESN has a great website. Check it out at energysaversnetwork.com. Anything you give helps for a better tomorrow for all of us, you, your friends, your family, your neighbors, future generations.
3: So, after learning about what ESN is doing, it was quite nice, especially after our group worked on a house. We got to have our own hands-on experience, which I think made the subject click for us. We were so inspired by what Brad is doing, so we decided to start our own project to encourage people at our school, to reduce reuse and recycle before throwing away paper and plastic we will focus on getting people to help make posters we will get everyone we can to help we make a lasting impact on our school even if it's something small like this if you don't help out you're just causing more damage to the world by reducing and reusing before recycling we're limiting the resources it would take to get recycling to where it was going it also cuts down on manufacturing pollution. The Environmental Protection Agency has stated the most effective way to reduce waste is to not create it in the first place. As a result, reduction and reuse are the most effective ways you can save natural resources, protect the environment, and save money. Our main goal is to give people a general knowledge about this problem we have. Also to give people a little reminder that just because you use your plastic water bottle once, you can fill it up again. With our group trying to get others to help out, we thought that the middle schoolers would perhaps like to lend a hand because middle schoolers usually like to invest and help out the older kids and what they're working on. We would love it if others supported our ideas and our classmates for a better tomorrow. We want people to have a knowledge about this subject because, like Ben Franklin says, an investment in knowledge always pays the best interest.